You're listening to Zen Sandwich, a podcast for the independent mind and anyone who embraces life despite its absurdities. Join former attorney and professor turned Japanese papermaker Mark Reed each week as he talks with creative, inspiring, and influential people, or as he shares his own research to help make your world a little better today than it was yesterday. Hey, here we are. Now, although I often tout this podcast, by the way, the word tout isn't used frequently enough. I, I'm, I'm putting it back into circulation. Uh, as one that uh, touts this podcast, is, uh, that I cast the the net wide when looking for interviews. That's the sandwich part of Zen Sandwich. I've had, I mean, I've had MMA fighters, I've had artists and authors, musicians, scientists, and now disgraced politician professional photographers, professors, comedians, and even a paranormal expert on the show. I will tell you the one tradecraft I have not actively sought out yet. Salesman. <laughs> that streak ends today, Sandwich Society. But DJ Flores is no ordinary salesman. Actually, I probably should let him define himself in his own terms because I don't think, I don't know if he calls himself a salesman per se, maybe he does. But I know he's told me he has always been in sales in some form or another his whole life. But it is not strictly his business acumen as to why I asked him on the show today. Rather, it's because he's an authentic soul. And authenticity is always welcome on this program. I'm excited, people. You're going to learn some life tips today. We're going to talk about the good wolf. He joins me now from uh, a hotel in Virginia Beach. Welcome, DJ Flores. Yes, thank you, man. Uh, I'm I'm honored to be on here. I'm honored you asked me as a guest, and I, so I will tell you if you asked me, shoot, even 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 maybe twelve years ago, fifteen years ago, I would say no, I am not a salesperson. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I I was under the false assumption, like everybody else, that salespeople are bad people, and we're not bad people. Uh, Con artists are bad people, and I, I I heard that from Grant Cardone. Um, you know, the, there's a thin line of sales, and I think that's why salespeople get that bad stigma. I mean, yeah. you're, it's either you're convincing somebody or you're influencing somebody. But there's a very thin line there, and, yeah. and it really rides the line of integrity. And I think that's the that's the difference between salespeople or con artists. Um, well, but go ahead. Well, it's it's interesting. We're we're already diving into. Uh, off the cuff improv before I even get to questions. Oh, sorry, dude. It's <laughs> great. I love it that way. Um, because it's like that. I mean, I don't want to be uh critical of salespeople. I, I've because I a lot of my I've got lots of great friends that are sales persons. Yeah. But uh, here's the thing for me is I don't know if you've ever had an actor or an actress as a good friend. But the line gets blurred. They act so often, They're, like their whole job is acting, that they themselves almost lose sight of who they really are as a person. And the, how that translates to, you know, salespeople is I, I sometimes question, are they always trying to sell me something? Uh, I, I don't I'm, get I don't get that I'm impression so with you. I'm so glad that you said that though, because because here's what I'll tell you. I just I just heard this, and I don't know who who I was listening to or what show I was listening to that I heard this, but 
acting and a really great actor takes that into where I heard them say, like, when you're around a really great actor, when they take on that role, I mean, that's why Heath Ledger, I think, went down the, the, the rabbit hole he did, uh, is because, you know, when he was the Joker, that, I mean, they said he was losing his mind. Um, yeah. But when you take on that role and when you play that part, I think, I mean, I think that's what life is, really. Uh, we, in the inside, if we start to, uh, think that we're something else and then we're, we really start to believe we, we will be that. Well, I know, that, I know that you're, you're not, I know that you're an authentic person. Uh, I've, yeah, I've been yeah. on another podcast with you. I've talked to you uh, another time and you know, you can, you can, but you I struggled with that. I struggled with that though. I, that's what I'm saying. Like until the two wolves, I was trying to be that <laughs> I was, I was a, I was a bad person because I thought that's who I had to be. Mm. to be that's one sales well you weren't a bad person because you were conscious that a, a true bad person has no consciousness and just true. you yeah, know yeah, yeah. just you're, you're does right. it because out of greed or whatever well let's go to the the wolf analogy thing because yeah. it seems to be your motto or trade slogan feed the good wolf uh, feed the good wolf tell us what that means and obviously it implies that there's a bad wolf as well so yes. what is the story uh, so the story goes, the, it's, an, it's a Cherokee grandfather telling his son, there's a battle two wolves inside of us, a good and a bad. Uh, good is everything good. So all good emotions, uh, love, kindness, um, gratitude. Then the bad wolf is everything bad. So envy, uh, greed, you know, wanting basically a, a, the opposite of all the good feelings. So here's a little challenge for you. Uh, each episode, I do uh, five minutes Zen, and it doesn't have to be about Zen, just some practical advice for the listener, down-to-earth stuff for folks to implement in their day, to simply be, and to be present, and to enjoy being in the present. So here's, yes. my, here's my question or challenge for you. You recently posted something about heaven on earth is real, and it's not a place, but a choice. That sounds great. What do you do when you wake up stub your toe, spill your coffee, you're running late for work or whatever. It's like you started the day and the day was just out to get you the moment you woke up. What choices do you start making to turn it around? How do you turn it around? Uh, so I'll tell you one of my favorite quotes uh, was from uh, Wayne Dyer, which is that heaven on earth is a choice you must make, not a place that you find. Um, and uh, so, so I'm the great example of that. I, uh, I was, uh, as a kid, I had a huge, really bad temper. I mean, I, I'm mostly uh, Mexican and Italian. Mix is my nationality. <laughs> That's dangerous. And we have really good food. I mean, it's a dangerous uh, combination, too. Uh, really bad tempers and bad mafia. Um, but but we, uh, I, for a long time, inwardly, I felt like the Tasmanian devil. And anything happened like that, stubbed my toe, I'm late. Now I'm freaking out. I'm yelling at everybody. I can't control not being mad. Um, I can't control any of that. Trevor Moad, unfortunately, passed away, uh, I think, last year or the year before. Way too young, in his 40s. Amazing dude. Um, he wrote a book, It Takes What It Takes. And he talks about neutral thinking. Mm. And to answer your question, that's, that's where I go to every time. What it, it is what it is. So, so what he, what he teaches is, is very simple. So his dad was Mr. Positivity. That's what they called him. They make fun of him. 
And you can't think positive all the time. No, you can't. You, what you think, you can't control, negative or positive. And I think it's 60, uh, there's a statistic, but I think 60 to 70% of our thoughts are negative. That's, and that's why I said bad wolf. Uh, are or are not? Say that again? They are. They, they are. are. Oh, okay. Even, yeah, 60 to 70% of our thoughts are negative. But I wonder if that's a, there's a natural selection reason for that. Like that's what's protection. Kept, yeah, I'm you, it's just protection. It's sur- just for our protection. So it's, for our survival. It's looking for the negative door. Well, what's the worst the case? Situation? Survival mode. Yep. Yeah, yeah. It's always survival mode. And um, and so again, not that it's bad, but it's it's just there. And mm-hmm. so what he talks about though, and what neutral thinking is, is whatever just happened, it happened. So, so he was a big sports guy. Um, he, he partnered with Russell Wilson, Russell Wilson. I don't know if you're a big fo- football guy, but of course, and, yes. You know, he threw that, threw that interception, uh, right at the goal line to lose the Super Bowl and the Patriots won. Yeah. That was a bad call Part- from, uh, uh, Pete Carroll, but yeah, you know, that, that was actually Russ's call, I think. And, oh, really? But, oh, I didn't uh, know that. Okay. I think so. But, uh, but what he goes on to say is like, it just, it happened. You, mm-hmm. you, you, you just have to stop, say it happens. What's next. And just what is the next thing? And so that's what I started to do. If, if I start to get that panic, like you said, I'm running late. Well, it's my fault. I blame myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, once okay. we, once we take, once we take ownership of everything in our life from being late, from being, uh, oh, I like that. Take this, ownership. From doing, Whatever it is, we take full. It's our. I yeah. did something to make this happen right now. Well, how do you how do you make the when you take ownership and you realize like okay, I screwed up. I overslept my alarm clock. Uh, I, I forgive I, myself because oh, here's okay. what, because here's what I'll tell you. There's just two choices. We it's either uh, so Rico Rakowski, a guy I had on the podcast. He wrote an amazing book called Just Two Choices. He's pilot in the the military and and then a pilot. But he said, you know, he would see gauge, and most of the time you don't see clouds. So you're literally these pilots are in the blind. But that gauge, you either know you're going up or you're going down. Hmm. And so that's where he. Well, there's just two choices. Either we the next choice we do takes us toward our goal or away. But when you realize we have 60 to 70,000 choices a day, the yeah. average adult makes, clearly we're going to make some bad choices. Yeah. So you you just have to forgive yourself for the bad choices you make. Get over it. Mm-hmm. It happened. It is what it is. Deal with what the case you're dealing with. And mm-hmm. what's the next choice? A book that I'd recommend for everybody or anybody, especially on a search of just uh, what this life is all about, Outwitting the Devil um, by Napoleon Hill. It's probably the most amazing book uh, that really after kind of the five voices, the two wolves, all of that really connected the dots of everything. And there's a quote from the book and this really gives kind of the depth of the entire book, but there's a part of it where Napoleon Hill and to give a little background on the book, cause it's so amazing. So the book was written from Napoleon Hill, which most people know Napoleon Hill's book. Think you, Think grow, you rich. grow rich. Right. But they don't know outwitting the devil. The reason is Think you grow rich. They released in the thirties when it was written. Outwitting the Devil was re- never released until just recently. They locked this book up. It was oh. written in the 30s, and they locked it up for a long time. Huh. Interesting. Uh, I'll check it out. Just, yeah. just released not long ago. But one of the quotes, so in the book, uh, Napoleon Hill acts as if he is interviewing the devil. 
<laughs> and so listening to audible version which is what i listen to because i hate to read um but <laughs> so i i uh i listened to that and it's amazing but so one of the quotes is you are entitled to know that two entities occupy your body one of the entities is motivated by uh, by and responds to the impulse of fear the other is motivated, which, which is your brain. Uh, the other is motivated by and responds to the impulse of faith, your heart. That's mm -hmm. what I believe, at least. Uh, will you be guided by faith or will you allow fear to overtake you? And now the reason I bring that up and it's the same thing with the good wolves is grandson says, what wolf wins? And the grandfather says, the one you feed. Oh, yeah. um, and it's and it's because you know if we're if we're leading our life with our heart with good with love with faith with whatever will tie to people that it has to come from your heart and not this brain that is there to protect us um it it will always play out better for everybody especially yeah. yourself uh, yeah. the peace that you have if you just follow your heart uh, you can't beat it. That's awesome, man. Well, DJ, what else you got going on? How how can people find you, follow you? Oh, and, uh... Uh, so loyalty brands. Uh, so being in Virginia Beach, I am in a hotel right now, like you mentioned in the beginning. Uh, just relocated to um, to join John Hewitt. Uh, so John T. Hewitt uh, is the so he is the Hewitt from Jackson Hewitt. Uh, he also started Liberty Tax, and now he's on his third venture, which is Loyalty Brands. Yeah. Uh, Loyalty Brands is uh, so we're basically he's taking his strategy of blowing up franchises, and we're 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 a of Zors, and so we uh, we have a ton of brands under us. Happiness is my biggest thing. Uh, our new show, so we do have uh, and plug. So for Loyalty Brands, we we do have a podcast. We will be starting our live stream uh, that will highlight like our Z's and we'll talk to people who are interested in in franchising and getting mm -hmm. involved in franchising because I really want that to get out there. I want anybody who has a passion for some sort of a business. Uh, if we don't have a franchise for it, maybe they can start a franchise hmm. uh, with us for it. But um, I just want more people to realize that it's kind of that Jim Carrey saying when, when everybody realizes and gets all the things and stuff and, and fame and money, and they realize that's not what actually makes you happy. Um, that that's that's what I think more people need to do. I, I was blessed to chase that stuff and and have that vision and do those things and want all of those things, but chase it on a very poor man's scale. So I didn't have to live like Elon first to realize that that's not actually going to make me happy. Like going getting to Elon status won't make me happy if I'm not surrounded by the people I love and I'm not doing what I well, love. I I can certainly second that message. I am. Uh... I am happier now than I've ever been in my entire life. And see, yes, I, yeah, I love it for sure. <laughs> well, uh, that is all folks. Uh, Hey, if you like this episode, help us out. Uh, info on how to do that is in the show notes. You can do a one-time donation. Five bucks is great or whatever fits your budget through red circle or PayPal, or just support the show on the monthly three bucks a month through Patreon, uh, for as long as you're comfortable. No hard feelings if you cancel after two months later. Go check that out. Help make Zen Sandwich an international success, bring in some calm and kindness to the world. DJ, I appreciate your calm and kindness and coolness, my friend. You're a cool dude. Thank you for your time oh, and your and thank you for your time and insight today.
Thank you so much, man. It, it was an honor. And seriously, hey, if people donate, help the show. <laughs> His content, everything he does is amazing. I love your content you put out. Uh, the, the zen with the humor is is uh, is what we need. Uh, happiness is everybody. Just, just find your happiness. Thanks, brother. Couldn't said it uh, better myself. Thank you. <laughs>